Hey, 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 welcome to the Wealth and Business Podcast. On this episode, I am joined by a friend, a brother, a tech founder, all the way from the United States, is from Nigeria, doing amazing, amazing things in the United States of America. He's done eight figures business. He's grown a business from zero to eight figures, doing over a million pounds. Sorry, over a million dollars. I'm used to pounds. So over a million dollars, you know, a year. And this individual, we kind of connected. We didn't even know where that we were from the same city from Edo State, Nigeria, where we were both born and raised. We share similar story. He's an immigrant like myself. He actually went to the US with less than $100 in his pocket. And today he's done amazing things. So most of you know my story. I've basically started my journey in 2004 when I first came to the UK. You know, I've done all the odd jobs. You know, once upon a time I was an Uber driver and now turned property mogul, property uh, portfolio millionaire. So I'm so, so, so excited to be welcoming uh, the founder of Higher Place University in the US, the founder and CEO of Vonza.com. Listen, his accolade is massive, so I don't even know where to start from. So, Dr. Uyi Abraham, welcome to the show. Thank you, bro. It's so good to have. It's so good to be with you, Dr. Daniel Moses. You're an amazing man, uh, fellow Edolites uh, <clears throat> from Nigeria, and a great brother, great friend. And man, I'm just so proud of you and the awesome things you do. I follow you on social media, and uh, you are such an inspiration to. Many, many of us, you know, so glad to be on your show today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, my brother. So when the name Nigeria used to be mentioned so many, so many years ago, you know, the first thing that we hear is, oh, there is 419. Oh, this guy's an engineering oh, corruption. We've been stigmatized quite a lot. Nobody's perfect, right? That's just the truth. Even the Bible itself recognizes, it says we're born of sin and we're sinners. The truth is that there's still a lot of people doing so well being Nigerians and you're one of them right now. So you basically started your journey, you know, many years ago, um, you know, you know, immigrated from, 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 from adult state all the way to America. And today you are a founder of a business doing eight figures, you know, in revenue, you know, you founded your own university in the U S and not just only the university as well, you own a tech company called Vonza. And not just that, I think you've got so many things on your sleeves. So let's okay. break it down one by one. Where do we start from? So first of all, how did you immigrate, you know, and, you know, with just less than a hundred dollars and, you know, and, 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 and many years later, you're a millionaire in the US. Let's start from that. Yeah, thank you so much. So I came to uh, America with a hundred dollars and a suitcase of clothes a few years ago. So I came because I wanted to become a medical doctor at the time. So I was already in university back home. I was already doing my, you know, basics and stuff. So I come to America to become a doctor. So I came here, migrated here uh, to become a doctor. And I started like taking my classes and going to school. But somewhere along the line, I just lost interest in medicine. And I felt like my calling was to do ministry and also to entrepreneurship. And so from there, I shifted from that to becoming, you know, being the minister also to entrepreneurship. So from $100, I stayed with uh, 
you know, family member for six months and didn't, things didn't go too well with us. I was kicked out of the house and, and Danny, I became homeless. I slept in my car. I was struggling and stuff. You know, from there, I was able to get my first apartment and they just kept, you know, taking it one at a time. But I saw that I work all kind of different jobs. I also drove for Uber one time too. Wow. But then I, <laughs> yeah, for a little, for about a year, I drove for Uber. And then I saw that, you know, a job wasn't the answer, but entrepreneurship was the answer for me. For me to be able to live the life I want to live, to be generous like I want to be, and to have the freedom of time, that entrepreneurship was going to be that. So I started with creating websites for people. That was in 2004. So from websites, I started doing photography, videography, have a studio, you know. So I just kind of, just kind of walking through that until around 2009. So 2009 was when I started thinking about to start a university, which was where my big break started financially that now led us to Vanza. So the school started because my wife finished a master's degree from one of these fancy schools in America, and it set us back about $54,000 in debt. I was like, man, that was a lot of debt, but she couldn't find a good job and she really didn't want to work. So she didn't want to work. We didn't get a good job. And we're still holding that debt, you know. So I said, this is crazy. There got to be a better way, faster, easier, cheaper way for people like her that really want to get a degree, not to go get a job, but just to get a degree for whatever reason, to get a degree to their name that's accredited without going through all these four or five years in school. And, you know, Danny, people go to school for four or five years. When they come out, like, they don't remember 90% of what they were taught in school. Community things they, were, they are taught in traditional schools are not relevant to what they want to do in their future, right? So yeah. that's a short story of how uh, Higher Place Christian University started. We formally launched in 2010, and now we're in 2022. So that's about 12 years in now. And then since 2010, we've graduated over 7,000 students that have come wow. from school and our courses and continuing education and stuff. And our focus is just more ministry, entrepreneurship, and leadership. These are the three focus of our, of our school curriculum. Then from there, you know, I saw too that there was a need because, you know, I got into tech when I started creating my courses and training programs online. Yeah. I saw too that I was using multiple tools to run my business online. I was using one for my website, one for my uh, my email marketing, one for my Zoom, my calendar, one for my payments. I was over 10 plus tools. I felt that was crazy. They got to be a better way. Now I've become an entrepreneur and an entrepreneur is somebody who sees solution to problems that they have or that others have. So I, so I had a personal problem, which was, been overwhelmed by using so many of these different tools to run my business online. So I thought they got to be an easy to use all in one platform. One night it came to that place. My breaking point was one night I was trying to create a course launch and I was using WordPress and this and that and the other. And my plugins just did not talk to each other. So I was so embarrassed launching my program. And the people were like, oh, we couldn't buy your course because your link was not working and all of this other stuff, you know. And then I was on my laptop. I was exhausted trying to fix it to relaunch it the next day. And then I fell asleep. And in the sleep, I had a dream. In the dream, I saw my web, my, my, I saw my, my 
laptop open and I saw all the tools I needed in one place. I saw my website, my courses, my membership, my scheduling in one place. And I was like, when I woke up, I, oh my God, that's a dream. I'm like, okay, that, how come there's not a only one platform that helps me to run my entire business in one place without using all these different tools or, or needing a team? And there was none that had the tools that I needed for my to run my business online. And yeah. that's how Vonza came about. So Vonza is the first Black-owned and tech company in America that have gone from zero to 5,000 customers and $25 million in valuation in under two years. That's how fast we've grown. And partly because we are solving a pain that many people have. Now, a lot of entrepreneurs, if you are seasoned, you probably have a team. But even if you have a team, it's still cumbersome for your team to have all these different things they have to log into to help you run your business. But with Vonza, Vonza replaces the need for 10 plus tools and it puts everything in one place. So that's how we came from $100 to be homeless, to driving Uber, to working $6 an hour job to sleeping on a friend's couch, to starting a, a website design company, then from there to photography, to video, to starting a university, and now the university and coaching that I do will help to fund Bonza. So we've, we've, we, I mean, it's just so amazing, man. I mean, I could, I could go on, but I, you know, just want to kind of share that foundation. Well, I, you know. I, I had to, I had to really keep quiet for a minute because what you're saying here, I can I just get it. I really get it because I was on the same struggle. I come from the same struggle. There is no, there is no jokes about it. Same process, you know, yeah. in terms of the pains, the structure, you know, once upon a time, I literally gave up that, you know what, maybe entrepreneurship wasn't for me. And I just go and get yeah. a night of right job. And that was the very first time I got my first job ever after living in England for over 12 years where I became an Uber driver and just listen to you kind of express, you know, you know, the journey a little bit there because we can go on and on on this subject and now building a business in America in valuation of $25 million in 10 years. Sure. Two years. Oh my yeah. days, two years and $25 million. That yeah. is equivalent of about 20 million pounds. Yeah. Equivalent of 20, 20 million pounds in the UK. Yeah, it's just amazing. So it, it just shows that it's not where you started from; it's where yeah. you're going to. And there's something I always say in life, right? Four, seven times, rise the eight time, and keep rising, never falling. So no yeah. matter how many times you fall, just keep rising because if you keep rising, we're gonna get there. You're gonna get there no matter what that is. And you're a true massive inspiration. You came from all the way from a state and I drove a hundred dollars with just a little bit of some clothes in your suitcase and now building a $25 million business in the United States of America. It just shows what persistence, consistence and never quitting and giving up can do. So in just basically on an, you know, you know, coming back to you very quickly, how long have you been living in the, uh, I mean, or what time or what year did you actually, you know, you know, immigrated from Nigeria to, uh, to the U S yeah. So <clears throat> October is going to be 20 years. So I came in 2002. So it's going to be years. 2002. Yeah. So time goes very fast, you know, so October is going to be 20 years. So I'm almost 20 years now in America. Wow. That's amazing. And you've yeah. built America of your own dream. 
Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, God has been so good to us, bro. You know, I was able to, uh, you know, get my dream house uh, last year. You know, we call it the White House. Uh, it's the White I House. You, 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 you live in a mansion. Yeah, it's a, it's a seven bedroom home, uh, like nine, ba- sorry, seven bedroom home, about six baths or across three levels. Uh, I mean, in a very prestigious neighborhood. I mean, just God's been good to us, you know, and also to a testament of the American dream, which is pretty much work hard, dream big, and you can achieve anything that you desire. And uh, that's what we've done. And coming from a state too, I think that work ethic was already in me, you know, but we just, but the infrastructure was not really there for a lot of young dreamers to be able to dream and make things happen. So having that hustle, that hunger in me, that drive, that's, you know, my mindset was already changed before I came. You know, I got to say this, Daniel, to, to the audience, you know, one of the foundation of success is mindset, right? You know, nobody can achieve beyond their mindset. You know, my mindset was already changing before I came. I read over a thousand books before I came to America. So my mindset was already, you know, into success thinking and possibility thinking and dreaming big. And so it was just me coming here and I struggled for a while. At least the first, the first 12 years was up and down, struggling, trying to find my footing. And then it was when we started university and led me to online business, online courses, online training. That's where I kind of found my superpower to say, okay, all right. So it's, it's online because I've had a kind of, I've had a restaurant, I've had a print shop, I've had physical type businesses, but online was just my, my superpower. And I'm just so grateful to God. Wow, wow, wow. So great to know where your, your journey, you know, your journey started from. I mean, one of the things where we, what we always touch base with on this podcast is that, you know, you don't, you, you don't just build wealth tomorrow. You build wealth based on the transformation of your mindset. You build wealth on the, you know, transformation of your personal development. For me, I'm a big believer of personal development because personal yeah. development changed my life. Personal development helped me see things that I never saw. Because imagine this for a minute, right? I first came to this country in 2004. And until 2016, I never heard the word mentorship. <laughs> I never heard in my, I went to school. I went to University of Benin. I studied sociology. I never heard about the word mentorship. Wow. I never heard about the word personal development. And just by listening, you know, and following my passion through personal development and mentorship, you know, I built a business, you know, in the region of seven figures now in pounds and we're still growing. And um, it just goes to show you that it's all about the mindset. It's all about you growing to think bigger, not big, but even bigger. And even more, not holding yourself bound. I think a lot of individuals do hold themselves bound and dream too small and not taking actions. So let's quickly come back to the subject. Now, you mentioned, you know, you now have these businesses, you own a university. You know, I really want to touch base on that because I don't think it's very easy. I've never looked into it in the UK about owning your own university. How did you basically set up a university? A A black man... You know, yeah. where I'm sure you 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 would have also had issues, which I had in the past. You know, yeah. English wasn't our first language. We have all these limiting beliefs. We had all these barriers of how we speak, how we yeah. receive information, how we deliver yeah. information. A lot of contradiction going on. 
How did you manage to break through and to own your own university? So tell us a little bit more about your high place a university in America, having over 7,000 clients. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. You know, so I think uh, what you said is really powerful, you know. So I have to work on my mindset a lot, you know, because I was telling myself the same story, you know, coming, being in America, being Black, there's still some racism. There's still some, you know, tribalism and stuff. And uh, so I had to work on my mindset. I had to work on my confidence, you know, because <clears throat> I used to feel like my my, my accent was a, was a weakness, was a liability. So I have to not start seeing as a as an asset. Of course, I you know try to pronounce words better, so it's easier to for people to understand me. But when I started working on my my mindset and having that confidence in my yes. ability, then that's when things really started shifting for me. So now the reason why we're able to start University of America, one of the biggest reason is because of the great laws of America. Now, in Nigeria, what we did in America, we can't do it in Nigeria. Because in Nigeria, the government literally controls registration of universities. The government licenses universities in Nigeria and some other countries. Yeah. I don't know if them in the UK. But in the US, the US government does not license universities. So that was a big, uh, that was a big, I don't, I don't want to call it a loophole, but that was a big, uh, that was the foundation of that. So now the U.S. does not license universities. The U.S. does not accredit universities. Uh, university in America, they are accredited by private institutions. Okay. And now the, what the government does is that the government uh, recognizes some of the accrediting bodies because they can they can attest to the quality of standard of work for that you know, for, for that school. So that was that was the biggest reason why we we're able to start it, right? So we didn't have to get a governmental, we don't have to get a governmental approval oversight because the government does not approve or disapprove of any school except they're doing something fraudulent like diploma mills, offering fake degrees or stuff like that, right? So the United States government recognizes accrediting bodies who gives oversight and accreditation to, to, to institutions. So that was a big one. Then two, another thing that also helped us too was, I already came from the online, creating online courses and training program. So we're able to partner with some professors and some other institutions, and they're able to help us develop our the curriculum and all of the classes and all of all that stuff. Then I was already in tech, so we built the technology, we got um, the accreditation we needed. We had the, you know, the professors that help us with the uh, curriculums and stuff. So that's how we started in 2010. And over time, we just kind of got better and better at better at doing it, you know. And our school and our university solves a big pain problem for students. That's one of the reasons why we become very successful. Some of the pain problem is solved for the student is this, it's fast, is affordable and is flexible, mm -hmm. right? If you go to a traditional university in America to get a bachelor's degree, it's going to take you about three to four years. But if you come to our school to get a similar type of degree, you can get it in under two years, right? Because we cut down the amount of time you need to take to be in school. So many of those things are benefits that just made it so much easier for people to like just run our school because people like you, smart men, you've built very successful businesses, you know? So imagine going to sit in a class for 
two, two, three years for them to teach you business in PhD. You know, you've already proven that, right? So if you go to traditional school, they don't care about what you've achieved in your life. This is going to make you take every single class, even classes that you don't need, you don't care about. When you come to our type of school, we don't make you take those classes. You don't, you're already successful as a businessman. We want you to take the essential classes you need to help you to increase your knowledge. And that cuts out the amount of time you need to spend in school. So help you to finish faster and more affordably. So that's some of the selling points that really made our school to really resonate with many of our students. Wow, wow, wow. It's so great to see, you know, how you've literally narrated, you know, the benefits of, 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 of being, you know, uh, you know, a VC, a vice chancellor of a university yeah. and also just kind of breaking down, you know, how the setup process worked, you know, regardless of, you know, the ups and downs, you immigrated from Nigeria, you know, you not, you know, being able to probably, you know, work on your tonality as at that time and you still broke through. So it's, it's not, it's not who you are. It's the vision that drives you. It's not what you think against whatever, you know, challenges that you faced before you. It is the drive and the consistency, knowing what you want and going for that purpose. Correct. And that's yeah. what got you where you, where you are. Fantastic. So let's quickly now go into, you know, uh, you know, you know, you know, the mindset of wealth creation. Let's go, let's kind of talk about, you know, how just an honorary, Dr. Uyi, you know, uh, Abraham, you know, made that move to creating a, you know, to a, a creating a business, you know, in valuation of about 25,000, you know, $25 million. Because a lot of people could have actually got to like maybe a hundred thousand dollars and really not stretch themselves and settled for less and say, you know, after all, I'm an immigrant from Nigeria. I've gone, yeah. I came from a hundred dollar background. <laughs> Why do I need a hundred thousand business? Or why do I even need a million, you know, you know, a million dollar business and settle? So, how did you make that trans transition? Get into technology and doing all these all the different types of jobs and actually going all the way into creating a business in valuation of twenty five million dollars. Yeah, that's a very good question, you know. So, like I said earlier, personal development was very big for me. So, you know, I started investing in coaching. I started investing in mentorship. I started investing in people to help me with my mindset, my confidence. And when I started uh, getting those things, you know, then it was just natural for me to just think big. Like, Moses, I don't know how to think small, right? I don't know how to dream small. I don't have any small dreams. You know, people, some people be like, oh, they got some small dreams, some big, I don't have a small dream. I don't know how to do that. Even if I try to, it's hard. I just think big. I think I try to be the best and go for the best, you know? You know, there are three things I wanted to do with my life <clears throat> that were outstanding. Since I dropped out of medical school, I wasn't going to be a doctor anymore. You know, now, you know, I'm a doctor now, but not a medical doctor, you know, I want to do big things with my life and solve big problems and help a lot of people in the process. Three ways I'm, I can do that is going to be through the university. That's why I said university, you know, and the second one is a tech company. Uh, goes to help 1 million entrepreneurs worldwide to start and run their business online. Then the third thing I'm working on now is a bank. 
right? You know, because the traditional bank is greedy, it's selfish, it's hard to give people like me that look like me, my skin color alone. So I want to solve that problem by making it easier for black and brown entrepreneurs to get some startup capital to run their business online. So that's the next third thing I want to do. Those are the three big things I want to, big problems I want to solve with my life. Then the fourth one is philanthropy, right? I want to really help people, uh, poor people a lot, you know? So all of this tied to that same mindset, that training. And let me say to somebody listening right now, it doesn't matter where you start from, right? It doesn't matter if you're poor, broke or whatever the situation is. If you invest in coaching and mentorship, right, and you apply what you are learning, it's going to work for you. Like, if you're trying to get into property and stuff, don't try to learn on your own. Talk to Dr. Daniel Moses and invest in his coaching and mentorship and let him help you and show you. Because you're going to learn faster than trying to learn everything on your own, right? A lot of people, they fail because they are cheap-minded. They don't want to invest in coaching, mentorship, or a mentor, role model to help them to, to scale online. That's not what I did. You know, one of my mentors is a, is a, is a, is a, is a founder of Calendly. He's, uh, he's a Yoruba guy. He's now worth... Three, no, sorry, it's now worth $1.5 billion. He's the newest tech billionaire. He's the founder of Calendly Tech Software, right? Yeah, Calendly, yeah. Calendly, yeah. Top, top. He's one of my, my coaches and mentors, you know. So if I, want to, if I want to be a billionaire, I got to have a billionaire to coach me, right? So God gave me favor. He's also one of our investors at Vonza, too. So now I have a billionaire because there's a way billionaires think. Billionaires think differently than millionaires think. So yeah. to be a millionaire, I have to get a coach that was a millionaire. To be a billionaire, I have to get a coach that is a billionaire, right? Because there's a way they think, there's a way they, they handle stuff, there's a way they, they strategize, they have discipline. It's different from, you know, you get what I'm saying? So the same thing for anybody. If anybody just follow these processes, they can do anything with their life. Wow. Thank you so much for that. You actually went so deep into that, you know, into that session right there. It's so, it's so, it's so, it's so, it's so, it's so inspirational just to hear you speak and just kind of, you know, I'm so fired up because, you know, it just shows that when you know where you're going to, and I think it's very important to also dip into your purpose because your purpose is what's kept you. You knew your purpose and thinking small wasn't part of it. Your yeah. purpose was to dig deeper to become a solution provider. And even though you wanted to become a medical doctor, you ended up not being a medical doctor, but you are a professor now in, in yeah. you know, in, in Christian leadership, uh, you know, and you're, you are, um, you are a university chancellor and you're a founder of a tech company. So let's talk about the tech side of the business. Cause I know, you know, I've seen you, you know, you've given so many people, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, a platform, you know, to lead. And also I can see what you're also doing with Vonza. So for those who don't really know, you know, about this whole tech platform called the Vonza, where you have obviously labored, for example, anyone can build a business now where there's all integrations needed. So for, from your payments to your appointments to, you know, launching your course. So is this a platform that any business can use or is a selected industry? How does that work? Thank you. That's a, yeah. So any business can use Vonza, right? <clears throat> Anybody could be a business, a company, a small 
person, a big person, mom and pop shop, like we call it America, or a creator, right? Or a coach, it doesn't matter. If you have anything you can offer and sell online, Vonza powers you and enables you to offer to do that more effectively, right? So Vonza just make it easy for people to do what they love and get paid. Like, what do you love? You like to teach, you can create courses or memberships, right? You like to coach, you like to, do you sell physical products, digital product, right? You need a website for your business, you need appointments. So Vonza just have at least 10 plus integrations in one. So just take the tech also out of the work you need to do. Let's face it, most people, especially when they're just starting out, they just want to sell or create or do what they love. They don't want to deal with technology issues. They don't, they, they don't want to deal with integrations, right? You know, but in the past, they were forced to because there was not a really good or simple to use all in one platform. So Vons are just that one-stop shop so that you, all you got to do just to do what you love, which is your business, and let Vonza technology just powers it. So we have customers now in at least 40, 40 countries in from companies to small businesses, to universities, to coaching programs, to coaches, to all kinds of people use Vonza. And that's what we want Vonza to be. So that anybody don't have to say anymore, man, I don't know how to deal. I don't know how to build a website. I don't know how technology works. I don't, I don't know how to connect my payment gateway to my bank. You don't have to do that. Vonza does it all for you. And and this and this can be used in any any part of the country. Like those in the UK can use Vonza to, yeah. to run their business. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have customers in the UK, Canada, in a lot of countries. The only issue is that some countries we still have a problem with sending payments to their bank account, their local bank account. So uh it's part of our plan for this year whether we're going to improve on our multi-currency, like for example, for example, I'm in Nigeria, I'm from Nigeria, right? And we have a lot of creators and business people in Nigeria that use Vonza, but they have to collect payments in Naira because, you know, they can't offer dollars to their clients. It will be too expensive, but their clients cannot pay in dollars. So, any country that dollar is taking and we can send money to their bank account, we can, but we can't do that in Nigeria right now. So we're going to be the new payment processor that can allow people to take payments in their local currency. Like in the UK, you have to take payments in dollars if you're going to use our payment processor. But some people, they'll create their courses and do calendar on our platform, but then they might take payments outside of Vonza if Vonza if dollars is not supported in that in that country right now. So that's the only difference. But anybody anywhere can use Vonza. Just the payment part, if your country does not, well, you know, does not support dollars, then you know that part is coming soon. Whereby you be able to take payments in your local currency instead of taking payments in dollars. Fantastic so much, Dr. E, for just kind of clarify what all your businesses does. Now, very quickly, as we you know gradually move towards the end of this podcast. So let's talk about wealth, right? Let's talk about wealth. I am a, a wealth creator, a wealth strategist, especially using a vehicle called property. So from what we, we're talking about here, you are a wealth creator as well through, yeah. through sharing, you know, you know, on your platforms like Vonza, educating people, people coming to getting themselves educated in your university. Yeah. Now, for the ordinary man thinking how is those two individuals 
you know, sharing immigrants, you know, I mean, sharing their stories about it being an immigrant, having no money to you've built in about 20 million pounds equivalent business, you know, in the US, in the UK. So that's the equivalent, $25 million equivalent of 20 million pounds. And I, at the moment, my portfolio is just in the region of about 7 million. Uh, and I've built that over the course of the last two years. Now, how does these two individuals, you know, where, for example, when I came into the UK, right, I did not have papers, no resident permit. So I had to run all the time when I see the police van coming by, <laughs> you know, and uh, I had to hide because I don't want to be deported. And I'm sure you did the same as well. You mm -hmm. know, how, you know, do ordinary people who are just like us, many years ago, aspiring to, you know, build a hundred thousand pound business, obviously then build a million pound business and obviously making those other steps. What do you think is the key things they need to know? They need to learn. They need to action upon. Yeah. So, you know, it's still the same thing. It's going to be, mindset is going to be the first thing. Number two is going to be mentorship, right? Right. In the mentor. Then number three, just to take action. Take action. One of the things that is holding people back, Dr. Daniel, is that people don't take action, right? You are very good at what you do. You've built about $7 million portfolio, right, in your business, right? You can tell somebody, you can do the same thing too. You can do the same thing too, right? But if they don't believe you because they don't believe in themselves and they don't take the action, no matter how good your program is or your mentorship is, they're not going to get the results. So I want to really drive home the importance of taking action. When I saw that there's an opening for people to get uh, and university degrees faster, cheaper, and more flexible, I took action and I started the solution. When I saw that entrepreneurs and creators were just bogged down with so many different tools and wasting time and money. I took the action and I started Vonza. When I see that people like me were being rejected by banks from getting loans because of our skin color, I'm taking the action, I'm starting a bank, right? Everything in life, success, the difference between successful people and failures or people who fail in life, many times is because they just don't take the action, they don't take the next step, right? So if somebody's listening right now, don't try to go to a seven figure on your first day. Maybe start by hitting the five figure goal, right? Then maybe that's like 10,000 pounds or $10,000. Then then came for six figures, 100,000 pounds, $100,000, right? Then after that, then go for seven figures. Because if you try to like run and just try to hit all at one time, you're gonna get discouraged and overwhelmed. But, Anybody can start today. So whoever is listening right now, what is that one step of action you need to take today? Maybe that action is to work on your mindset, work on your accent, um, get some new disciplines in place, or launch your business, register your business with your county or your city, you know, build a website on Vonza. Whatever your action is, you need to take the action. When you take the action, you are already on your way to success and creating wealth. Wow, fantastic, fantastic. So mindset, action, 
and obviously developing yourself are key three things that mentorship, sorry. So, you know, these are the key three things that anyone can actually use to, you know, to, to transform in their life. So, you know, all well and good, you can be mentored, but if you're not taking action, you know, it's not going to happen. If your mindset is not yet transformed, no matter the information that you're given, it's not going to work. So these are the core things that actually help you transform from the guy who basically, you know, came to the United States of America with a hundred dollars to the guy now, you know, in control of a business in the region of about $20 million. That's some crazy numbers. Wow. My man, thank you so much for those tips. It's so powerful because let's face it, anyone has got it. Anyone can do it. And this is why recently I started looking, I started a lot of successful people. And one of the guys who's blowing my mind every single day right now is in the mosque. Give him one thing, he's done it, he go to the next one, the next one, and the next one. It's never stopping. It's always building momentum. And people might say, oh, you know what? There's something he said. He said, I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it to make the world a better place. So me sending rockets, you know, to Mars, I'm not doing it because I want to be paid. I'm doing it so that I can improve a lot of stuff. Yeah. Me trying to build the, the fastest tube station you know, uh, the, the, the fastest tube line in the world right now where you can get from one place to the other within minutes or, you know, or even like literally within less than minutes from, for example, from New York to New Jersey is basically me providing a solution. So it just goes to show that a mindset has to be expanded to see tomorrow, to see the future. And I think a lot of people do have this situation where people are thinking too small. Honestly, what has changed my, my mindset, what has changed my life recently has been the fact that I'm not trying to make so much money today, but I'm trying to make so much money in future. Number two is I'm not trying to make so much money in future, but I'm trying to create a process where people enjoys it and automatically I get paid. Everybody gets, everybody get to win. A solution that, you know what? Anyone can get into the property industry, all right? And they can build massive wealth. And then there is that you know, freedom to do what they like, what they choose to do by having passive income of someone paying rent month in and month out, you know? So it just goes to show that in the end, the first instance will always be, okay, I want to get paid. But really and truly a true entrepreneur, once you get paid after a while, it's no longer about the payments or the yeah. money coming through. It's about the solution of the lifestyle you're helping other people to achieve. And just bouncing off those you know, confirmation from what you and I have spoken, you know, and I can see that passion you creating that in Vonza, the passion of the high place university and the list can go on and on. So just in closing, you know, this episode on this podcast, Dr. E, what would be the key three things right now? All right. If you were to do in your younger age, that's number one, or when you first came as an immigrant from Nigeria, what would be those key three things that you thought you would have done that you never done, but you done them later that would have transformed your life a bit quicker? Wow, very good question. So I think number one, I would have, because I was very scared to, learn, to go into business, right? So number one, I would have been less afraid to get into business, right? I should have started my business sooner. Number two, I should have gotten mentorship sooner. Then number three, if I look back and thought I would have done differently, I would have surrounded myself with like-minded people sooner. Because 
when you're trying to start a business and you surround yourself with people who are into jobs, that's what they talk about. It's, it, it just messes you up. You know, relationships are very important. If you want to be wealthy, surround yourself with wealthy friends, wealthy people. So I should have surrounded myself sooner with peers that were doing bigger things than me. You know what? Funny enough, you say that, right? For me, I think I'm going to come back to a question, something you just said there. You would have surrounded yourself sooner. Uh, I mean, what I'm going to say in closing that statement is actually that you know, a lot of successful people buy themselves a seat on the table, whether we like it or not, they buy themselves a seat on the table. Wealthy people don't buy the cheapest ticket in an event. They buy the most expensive ticket so that they can meet and greet the people that needs to be greeted. So for me, I think for me, if I was to ask myself the three things that I wish I never knew that I knew now was number one, right? Number one, when I first came into this country and did all sort of different types of you know, businesses, I did start my business quite quickly when I first came into this country. But the very first biggest mistake that I made was every single penny that I made, I repatriated that money back to Nigeria. So I lived like a real pauper. I lived like a real, literally lived from man to, I lived like, a, I lived from hand to mouth in England. But every time I went back to Nigeria, I lived like a king. This is one of the biggest problems with black immigrants in this, you know, whether it's America, whether it's the U S you know, thinking that I was going to always go back home. So every single time you see, I I run a business where I rent out rooms and I have different types of clients. Some people just, you know, they live so poor, so poor and repatriate all the money back home for 20 years, for 30 years, they they live so terribly in this country where I am in the UK and they're so wealthy in Africa and not starting any business here, right? That was one of the things I wish I knew. So I wish I knew I would have saved a lot of money here in the UK and I would have bought so many properties 18, 19 years ago. Two, one thing that I think I knew if I would have knew, I mean, if I knew it now was when I first came into this country, the only thing that we knew was go to university, get a degree, then you're going to get a good job. Yeah. I wish I knew all right, that that wasn't the case that I needed to invest in mentorship, in yeah. development that would have actually transformed my life as well. Because the thing is, a lot of black people, a lot of, you know, a lot of immigrants, especially Nigerians, they all come into these countries, you know, whether it's America, whether it's Canada, they just go and get a good job and have to go into great universities. And they just basically settle for that for so long. They, again, they don't invest their money here and they repatriate those funds back home. Yeah. All right. And actually never build asset base. Yeah. Whereas if you build a business and you become so successful in this country, you can actually be passing a strong legacy to your children, whereby even if you die tomorrow, your uncles and aunties are not going to come to fight them, you know, and claim those wealth that you've built way back home, because that's what normally happens. The houses that we're building back home, guess what? The uncles and the aunties are going to wait for you to die so they can claim those properties. Right. There's no life insurance. Even the will sometimes can be altered. That's what we normally hear back home. And yeah. thirdly, and lastly, right? And lastly, it is high time people of multinational cultures, especially black, to start investing in their personal development. Yeah. And that is something that I never knew. Because when I saw personal development and everyone that I spoke to, when I started developing myself way back from 2016, said to me, Daniel, you're being scammed. It doesn't work. Why do you need to pay someone to teach you how to buy a house? This is not just buying a house. 
Well, everybody could buy a house, but not everybody could buy a house that retires them and pays them a wage month in, month out. So just corroborating those both, you know, you know, uh, what you would have done, you know, way back and what I would have done and what we thought we knew and we that we, you know, we wish we knew better now would be, you know, those kind of information. So, I mean, Uyi, it's been an amazing, amazing, Thank amazing you. time having you on the Wealth and Business Podcast. So just before we wrap up this session, if anyone needs to reach out to you, where can they find you? Yeah, so thank you. So I'm on, on all social media pretty much. I'm Uyi Abraham. My first name is spelled U-Y-I. So U-Y Abraham, you're going to find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, um, all there. And also too, guys, go to all, you go to vonza.com and in the Ebaros page on vonza.com, you're going to read more about my profile and also, you know, where to find me as well. Fantastic, Dr. E. If there is one word, if there is one word you want to leave, just one word you want to leave for two people, the one who is already doing so big and wants to do bigger, all right? And the one who is basically watching this and say, are they actually speaking facts or they're speaking metrics? What would those words be? I would say keep improving and never give up. Both of them. Yeah. Keep improving and never give up. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. So guys, you've heard it from my brother, my friend, Dr. Uy Abraham, the vice chancellor, or sorry, the chancellor, chancellor yeah. the chancellor of uh, High Place University and also the founder of Vonza.com, a big, big, big tech, massive company based in the United States of America and also a social influencer, a motivational speaker. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you on the Wealth and Business podcast. And just to remind you guys, um, we have our Wealth and Business Summit coming up in November this year. Uh, we are still finalizing you know, the, the, the venue for the event. And also this is going to be streamed online. We're still finalizing, but don't forget to look at on all our social media handles. We will be making the official announcement in, you know, in a couple of months time so you guys can start getting your tickets. And also don't forget, we have the Wealth and Business awards coming up in November where we're going to be recognizing, you know, you know, people who are doing amazing things within the wealth creation industry, the wealth creation industry is not just property, it's tech companies, you know, it's, you know, businesses striving, you know, thriving, in, you know, and winning. So yeah, we can't wait to kind of bring you this event where you can get a lot of light bulb moments to go and win big. So thank you so much, Dr. Uyi, for being on this episode. And thank you so much to our listeners. We want to say thank you for all the support that we're getting and we'll see you on the other side. Take care.